getting late. You better get to bed so Santa can come. Can you read us the Christmas story, Dad? I guess. It's okay with Mom. All right, but then it's time for bed. All right. It was night before Christmas when all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there, there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With an old little driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles and cursors they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them my name. Now Dasher, on, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves there before the wild hurricane fly, when they met with an obstacle mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the cursors they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing of paws of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed in all fur and from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opened his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses and nose like a cherry. His dry little mouth was drawn up like with a bow, and a beard and chin was as white as snow. The stump little pipe he held so tight in his teeth, and the smoke was encircled around his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was a chubby, plump, old, right, jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me I had no dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to work, and filled the stockings, and turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside his nose, giving it a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away all they flew, down like a thistle. And I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. All right, time for bed. Come on, Dad. Can you read us one more story? Now, son, if it's okay with you, I'd like to read a story. Uh, I guess. Uh, just one more, and it's time for bed. What kind of story is it, Grandpa? Is it a Christmas story? It's a story about the very first Christmas. It's found in the book of Luke, in the Bible. It's about a young woman named Mary, who found favor with God. So God sent a message down to Mary. Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You will name him Jesus. He will be called the Son of the Most High. But how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the baby will be born holy. He will be called the Son of God. 
I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said about me come true.
Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken. Now, Mary was engaged to a man named Joseph, who also had a visit from an angel and understood the importance of the child she was giving birth to. Joseph's ancestors were from Bethlehem, so they had to go to Bethlehem to register. I have to go to Bethlehem to register for the census, and I'm going to take Mary with me. But she is pregnant and could have the baby while you're gone. It is important that we are together when the child is born, for the angel said he will be the son of God. But it's not safe for Mary to travel when she's this far away. If this is a God's son, then God will protect us. That traveled by foot, and some believe they even had a donkey. Most likely, they could only travel about 10 miles a day since Mary was so pregnant. And she was exhausted and ready to have a baby by the time they got to Bethlehem. Joseph searched for them a place to stay. Do you have a place we could stay? My wife is very pregnant and we're searching for a place to stay. Nope, sorry. Sir, do you have a place we could stay? We're searching for a place to stay. My wife is very pregnant. I do, but it's not very nice. It's where we keep the animals. It would be warm and has a roof. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in snuggly strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them.
That night, shepherds were staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Do not be afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy that will be to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. He will be wrapped in snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. to God in the highest, and peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Yes, it is. How did you know? Angels came to us in our field and told us he was born tonight and to be here, so, so we have to worship him.
When the shepherds had left, Mary thought about what happened and kept these things in her heart. About that time, some wise men from the east were following a star that they believed would be a sign of the Messiah. The star went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, but wait, there's myrrh. <laughs> As the wise men left, Mary kept these things in her heart. Mary, did you know? Your baby boy will one day walk on water. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters?
the very first Christmas and how Jesus was born. Wow, that's a great story, Grandpa. Can you read us another story from the Bible? Maybe Grandpa can read a story some other time, but now it's time for bed. Can you, Grandpa? I would love to read more stories about the Bible with you, but listen to your mother said and go to bed. Okay, good night, Mom and Dad and Grandpa. Jesus would have left the 99 to look for the one. I'm just... <laughs> Didn't they do an outstanding job? Give them another hand clap, please. 
Incredible, incredible. It's all about Jesus. And I think Christmas too many times, as our youth have tried to display to us, it's commercialized. And it's, it's all about what the world thinks it's about. It's what the Lord directs us to. It's, it's about a Savior that was born. The greatest gift that's ever been given was Jesus. And I want to encourage you, if you've never accepted Him into your heart, if you've never made Him your Lord and Savior, right now is the right time to do that. Uh, he loves you. He gave his, uh, God gave His very best present. He gave His only Son uh, so that you could have life and have it everlasting. Amen. <laughs> Snowball fight right after church. I want to pray for you guys. I want to pray for the food. Church family, let, let me encourage you in something as your pastor. Uh, let our, our seniors go before us this morning, please, and, and let our guests, please, especially. Uh, we want our guests to be able to eat before us, and so uh, let's, let's make sure that happens. But let me pray over you, and let me pray over the food. That way there's no uh, hesitation. We can go straight back. I know there's going to be parents that are going to come take pictures. We're going to do that, and so uh, kids stay right where you're at so they can come uh, and do their photos. Uh, but I want to pray with you guys one more time today, please. Father, I love you. Uh, thank you, God, for every set of heart, every home, every family that's, that's represented here today. Uh, Lord, I pray your blessing upon them. And, and Father, I pray that our attention and our focus be upon the truest meaning of Christmas. It's about the greatest, most precious gift that was ever given. It was about a Savior who came to, to give his life so that we might have life. Lord, if there be any among us today who don't know you, Lord, I pray that you woo them and you draw them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Uh, and Father, I ask you now that you would bless the food and the fellowship we're going to share together today. Lord, be glorified and be praised. Bring us back tonight, Lord, uh, that we might praise you one more time. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap today, please. <laughs>